0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschool Conversations Africa podcast. Here, we discuss homeschooling from the African perspective and the unique challenges that come with it. If you're considering
1: homeschooling, we hope to inspire you as you take this bold step. If you're already a homeschooler, we're here to share encouragement for this wonderful journey we're on to educate our children in the best way we can. We are your host, Jifa Andam and Harissa neti Let's dive right into today's conversation. Previously on Homeschool Conversations Africa. Today we're excited to have um, a lady who really inspires me on the show. Her name is
0: Catherine. And it's one of the main reasons we decided to have a home in Ghana where we can go to and fro because... I mean, my little one, whether we like it or not, he was born of this land, you know, Nigeria, Ghana, and he has to know his land, you know, it's, it's part of his identity. There's a reason why God made him come, made his roots come out of Africa, you yeah. know, and he needs to understand those roots and have love and um, for that aspect of himself and view mm the world through that lens you know and also just the family network so grandparents aunties uncles um, you know f- um, family friends and all of that and it has really helped him to blossom and um, it's like it's as if you're meeting people and you're seeing so many people with your skin color you are seeing people who understand your energy we just witnessed such blossoming in him you know his confidence just soared on the continent you know and he just loves it he's a social person so he loves to engage with people he loves to ask questions Um, he loves to just understand the family and um, tree and oh wow so this is your brother you know oh so these are my cousins you know he just loves that and it kind of cements his own self-identity you know and just seeing things that he reads about he see he's actually seeing them and experiencing them you know there's nothing greater than that so Mm -hmm. yes i i think it's a huge blessing and and we are really we don't take it for granted and we are so grateful for um these experiences
1: I guess, and mm. I think of when I think of myself or our homeschool setting, where, mm. you know, as the children are getting older, there's a bit more formal work <laughs> that goes on mm. just because mm. of that particular mm. track that we, mm. so we 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 take Fridays as our you know light day, so that's that mm. that we can mm. go out and do things like that. Yes. Yeah, so thanks, thanks for giving us um, different. You know, different options. Um, And yeah. So, dear listeners, I guess think about what you can do. A lot of us too can get stuck in the formal part of the education and feel like, oh, we don't have time for any of these other things. But I think they are so Mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. I am sure you'll say the same. I mean, obviously, from your life. It can tell. It, I mean, it, from your life, it's it's it says that <clears throat> you think it's important, and I think that wait for things to come to us. We actually have to plan these things and mm. schedule mm. These things. That's why I keep saying that you inspire me really because it's easy for the formal work to kind of you know just expand and overtake everything. But there's mm. so much. There's just so 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 much that that you can mm. learn from these sort of real real life experiences if I can put it that yes. way. Yes. That's just yes sitting behind a book. And so yes. You just need to be intentional to make the time for it, I suppose. Yes. Yeah.
0: And and what I would add is that um I've come to realize that God knows every family, you know. So He knows the husband, the wife, the kids, He knows what will work for you you know so even when even if you go to the same place another family goes to you'll be drawn to different things as a family right mm, and yes. God will just have a way of bringing things you've learned prior from formal education he will bring it in some way out during those travels you know mm-hmm. so it's just going to blow everybody's mind and just open new pathways of thinking about what you already knew and yeah. interacting with that knowledge, you know? And yeah, so it, it's just, mm. um, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're
1: very right. You are, because you, sometimes it's not even intentional right you're just talking mm. about your business doing something else and the children are like oh mama you know mm. read about something. <laughs> blah, blah 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 and it's so exciting <laughs> like, I completely agree with you yeah well Catherine you've really uh, given us lots of nuggets nuggets of wisdom you know so far from the beginning of this interview and we're so grateful So we have a few more questions for you before we let you go um you really make homeschooling look like a walk in the park (laughs) so there's a lot of people with children like toddlers (laughs) don't think Hmm. think that it's so stressful and i think it it is maybe you can talk about that but I, I think <laughs> I think I think you have a lot of fun too, and your son does. And so I just want you to speak to parents at a similar stage in life as you um, on how you know how to keep it exciting, um, mm. how you stay refreshed. I'm I'm sure it's not without its challenges, but just how you yes yes <laughs> you're laughing. Hey. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Mm, you see you see this thing that they call the grace of god i've understood it very well with homeschooling homeschooling has made me understand what grace of god is because i i think most of the time i do not even feel like it's a walk in the park you know i just put my all into it even if the it is not the best I put my heart into it. And little children, children, children see your heart. Mm. You know, they look at process, not product. So they just look at, oh, you went out of your way. You did your even though maybe you are not in the best of moods, you try to put in as much as as much energy, you know. So they see the effort, they see the sacrifice and they appreciate it even little kids yes they see it um because when that is there there's a deeper connection and it's the connection that out of a deep connection flows anything and everything you know so it's not just about oh you want knowledge to be impacted no you want the child to feel loved you want the child to feel important you want the child to feel that I mean, you being on earth is not a mistake. You were put here by um, the favor of God with a purpose, you know, and me as your custodian, I honor and I respect that purpose. So even if I'm not well equipped and a lot of days you will not be well equipped because you don't even know what you're coming to face. You might have all the materials, but you don't know how you're going to wake up in which mood, what mood is your child in? like so many factors that affect, you know, the learning process, you really don't know what's gonna happen, but it's just irrespective of what's happening, my heart is still in this, you know? So I think that's, I would say it's one thing that I apply a lot. So irrespective of anything, it's just putting all your heart, you know, and also, it's one of the hardest things I've done my whole life because it involves another precious human being. It's not just about me, you know? So it's very tough. There are days that I doubt myself. There are days where I feel so frustrated. There are days where I feel I've failed, you know? But I, I look to scripture and I pick myself up and I discuss it with my son. So I would tell him that this is how mommy feels and Jesus is helping me with it you know and that that helps because that alone is a lesson in itself you know where he knows that you are also a child of God that's not perfect and God is still working on you um but what I do is I look at what do like what does my little one and I have in common what are the things that we share that's where I start from What do we love? That's where I start from. So we love the outdoors. We cannot sit in one place for long. That's just us. So I go with that flow, Um, you know? I start, so even though, so we do what works for us. Um, So too much or formal doesn't work for us. When you put it in here or there, then it works. And then I try to be creative with the lessons because I look at how, what is learning style, you know? even though he's a visual person and he could be auditory, he always has to be moving. He always has to feel something. He has to move his hands. So I try to tend to create lessons that involve a lot of movement, a lot of games, because games brings laughter. Laughter brings good memories. Good memories means that when you are bringing it back, you accept it, you know? So um, some of the... some of the developmental areas he doesn't necessarily like like maybe in terms of writing it's not something he really likes so I wouldn't do formal writing but if he's doing a numeracy activity I will put in writing so you need to write out the answer you know if I see that okay like right now he's really interested in countries and flags and things like that then I would say okay so let's spell this country so that's how we would practice our writing. But to put a writing book in front of him and tell him to trace, and I, you will fight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so I just try to be creative. Or sometimes I would say, no, today you need to use this formal book. But what we'll do is you get to do an activity you love first, then we do this. So a lot of compromise and negotiation. you know. Um, another thing that I do is I set up activities and it could last for two weeks. So, different activities in different spots. So, he gets to pick whichever one he wants to do each day. And when I realize there's a particular one he's not going to, I try to kind of encourage him to do it. Maybe he doesn't really know, he hasn't really gotten how to do it, or the light bulb for that activity hasn't gone off. Yeah. So, I kind of support him. If I see still, then I try to change something about the activity. Maybe it's not engaging him enough, you know? So I try to switch it up a bit. When I see there's an activity that he's done and it becomes so easy, then I try to um, scaffold upwards, you know? So add a little bit of challenge, uh-huh. you know? So that's um what I do. And then I, I look at what he's interested in at the moment. And then we also build, activities around that and now he's getting more mature so he's doing a little bit of more independent work and just self-exploration so I leave him to it then um um, what's it called then I also plan themes sometimes so okay I want us to do um I want us to study about insects so I'll plan that theme you know but I don't give myself I don't say no we must finish this in one week no I just say these are the kind of activities I want us to do. And then we just start and then go with the flow. Along the way, I might add on a little bit more. I might remove something, you know. So that way, there's less stress because for younger ones, once stress is involved, then it, 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 it just can't work. Yeah. You know,
1: yes. it's no more fun. And then you eat. Yes. Everybody's. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Uh then I really observe for just emotional state so if I see at this point no mommy seems to be shouting too much back to back then it means that um my tank is probably empty so I need to take a step back and just rest a bit more and and yeah and then if it's with him too then we do some activities around um, emotional intelligence and just filling our tank, or just going out more without formalized questioning. And I don't know, how to be, but I just let's yeah. just go out and have fun. Uh huh. Yeah, I get
1: you. Wow, Catherine, this is so much. I mean, show up and you know do what you can. Consider your emotional state. Um, talking uh, sometimes if you're having a hard time help them to it helps them to see how human you are um uh, talk about knowing your child well guys this is these are some excellent tips if you did not have your pen and paper out please rewind <laughs> go back and take <laughs> out your pen and paper and write some of these down because i think how <laughs> to be very very helpful so I see how you keep it saying, and yes, trust in the Lord, uh, the Lord's grace. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Yes. Wow. So, I mean, we spoke about challenges with Africa, but mm. we spoke about homeschooling in general. Have you faced mm. challenges um, with homeschooling in general? Um, what are they, and what have, uh. what have you done um, to help you deal with them?
0: Um, mm, mm. I think the major challenge I face is loneliness, um, where let's say I talk about UAE, UAE, most of my friends have older kids and they are not homeschooling or a lot of them have left. They've relocated to the UK or to Canada. It's a very transient place. So one minute, you know this person, you've bonded, your kids are gone. The next minute they are gone, you know? So it affects you sharing with somebody, having someone on that same journey with a similar age child you could share with, you know? And then also because we keep going to and fro, like in Ghana, I'm still trying to, build bonds within a community you know but it's like you're never there long enough and even if maybe you are there because oh today you've traveled to this place today then um you can't go to some of the events Yes,
1: yes,
0: you know so sometimes I, I don't feel I'm in a homeschooling community I feel that way from social media Instagram you know so having the Instagram account has really helped in terms of Um, just virtual that virtual feel of having a community I could reach out to somebody if there's something but in terms of face to face um, no but how have I hmm, overcome it I think that I also know that these things take time you know so I do know that um, with time um, it will kind of organically happen you know so I mean even just um, tonight I got a message from a homeschooler from Ghana who is in Dubai and it's like so it's like okay, okay if we could connect then that would be great but we've never even met um, in Ghana you know but just with time the networking happens and then you have people you could really talk to about your journey you know and that would that would sort it out so um, that- that's, a, that's
1: a really unique perspective that you bring um i i feel like i understand you a bit um because i've been in a similar <laughs> similar situations of situation. not one place <laughs> for a long time and mm. and almost knowing that sometimes i feel like people don't even want to invest in you because they mm. be like oh how long are like, you oh, you know <laughs> you're gonna leave <laughs> very
0: yeah. soon yeah
1: but um I guess if I can share one thing that I, I had to learn long ago is to say to myself that, you know, wherever God has me at that time, he wants me there and I have to live fully there mm.
0: right?
1: as much mm. as it depends on me. Cause I feel like early on in life, like maybe my very first move, I was doing this like one foot here, you know, one foot there. And mm. it wasn't beneficial. So that, that has helped me that just trying to, to live fully where you are, of course. With you, Charlotte, mm-hmm. back and forth, it's you know, it's a little bit more difficult. But yes, you're right. Be encouraged. Um, friendships take time, and yes, I'll say to you that maybe um, some of my recently, it's it, it. What I've been in Nigeria for almost three years.
0: Yes, okay.
1: I feel like it's only. Mm, Maybe there was one person I really connected with, but then I couldn't see often. It's only recently that Mm. I made a couple of connections with people that, you know, we meet often, you know, the children have friends and you can, you know, you can talk Mm. on the same page. But in the absence of that, what kept us going, yes, it's still back to virtual, like you said, you know. (laughs) Yes. It's not for us, it wasn't on Instagram per se, but mm. in other families, not not here with us, not in the right. family, but we, we just try to talk often. Some of them I talk with almost every day. Um, okay. Those kids are the same age. So you just have to make do, right, <laughs> with what you have, kind of like what we were doing earlier on in terms of homeschooling in general and what you have around you yes so you, mm, you mm, with, mm. with what you have so if it's a distance relationship <laughs> for now but yes always, but we do need i feel like as homeschoolers we do doubt ourselves a lot right because what's the world saying what's you know you always hear, do you have an education degree Do you have this and then you begin to think mm. you know <laughs> But it helps when you do have that support, you know, you can, you can talk to people regularly. And it's always interesting. God has been merciful to me in that way that thankfully, um, my friends and I never have bad days on the same day. So
0: (laughs) I get you. I get you.
1: (laughs) There's always somebody to
0: encourage. Who can be? Yes.
1: Yeah. The other person. Yeah. So, okay. Now, so let's talk about benefits. So we talked about the challenge. Um,
0: now let's talk about the greatest benefits of um, mm. you, know, to you or to your family. Okay. So I, I even asked my husband this last night and we both agree that the deep connection we have now as a family, like we are just so deeply connected, even when I mean, we are away from my husband. He knows everything going on. You know, sometimes I send him pictures and videos ahead of when I post, but he even just loves reading the stories and just being able to see how we are growing, you know, and just the self-reflection that comes homeschooling, you know, it forces you to really look at yourself in the mirror and see, there are many areas that need healing, that need transformation. And you are just so much more willing to do it because your, your child's homeschooling journey or learning experience in this world depends so much on that, you know. And and so it has helped us discover who God created each of us to be, and also who, why God called us to be a family, you know, and to just enjoy that in all freedom, you know, it's just, it's been such a healing and liberating um, experience and we just love it. Like we, 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 we just love it. And another thing too is just my son's confidence, you know and just the gratitude in his heart because, okay, maybe he was in an environment that wasn't best for him. And he knows that, okay, mommy, had to sacrifice and just and even daddy also you know because then just one person now is is earning for the family so and he really has a heart of gratitude for that so um yeah wow and money can't buy these things yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: family bond Uh, what's what's better than that right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
0: And and one thing my husband said was it was it's like having an empty canvas and each stroke of the paint brush just adds like beautiful meaning to the picture. So your child is just like this empty canvas. And as the parents, you just keep adding the strokes and the canvas just keeps getting that the picture just keeps getting more beautiful and more beautiful and just with so much meaning. You know, so.
1: Wow, Wow. Catherine, this this has been awesome. (laughs) I'm so grateful that you decided to come and speak with
0: us. I feel like oh, I'm also grateful, (laughs) Jufa. Thank you.
1: So before we let you go, our very last question, which we like to ask everybody, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? I feel like you emptied your tank, mega emptied your tank. (laughs) <laughs> For us, uh, yes, really. but if there's still a bit more, <laughs> what would you like to to share with our listeners before we let you
0: go this evening? Oh, it's just short, short. I think things I keep telling myself when sometimes you feel down: be true to yourself and your family, celebrate yourself and others, keep sharing because that's how we all grow appreciate your journey whatever you do do it from your heart don't be too hard on yourself extend grace to yourself wow. that's it
1: you just rattle those off like
0: that i feel like yes you know said, those are ones, those i things i know i tell myself like at different <laughs> times you know just to <laughs> you have
1: these printed around your
0: house <laughs> yeah just and even sometimes my my husband tells you you know you said you should be true to yourself you know you said you should just share no matter how you feel you know <laughs> so, yeah well, those are
1: some yeah yeah things that we can we can remind ourselves of daily catherine once again this has been wonderful thank you so much um thanks thank to you fun, fun his son because it's because of that experience with him that we get to hear all all of this um and so we are grateful oh dear listeners um all too soon, we've come to the end of another interesting um and edifying conversation. I really hope that you guys have been blessed like I have been. There's so many things that that I've learned, and I hope that you've learned a number of things too that you can apply to your your homeschool situation. You don't have to do exactly what Catherine is doing like she said but the idea is you know the principles and you know some principles that you can take and then you know tweak to suit to suit your, your particular situation yeah so thank you thank you guys for tuning in once again um we are very grateful to you uh, please share this podcast with Anybody who you think will benefit from it. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Homeschool Conversations. Um, you can also find us on YouTube these days, Homeschool Conversations Africa, and also on Facebook. Yeah, Thank you for joining us once again and have a pleasant day. Bye.